0: underground.
1: between the sheets welcome once again to risky quizness where over the course of three rounds of 10 questions i fully intend to squeeze your nuts between my vice-like palms and whomever's juice climbs higher to the top of their respective glass shall prevail
2: sounds like an extreme <laughs> middle class wank. i didn't realize we invited bojo and david cameron to risky quizness there, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's when you need the ham sandwich <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm still safe under my pillow worry not Joining me to referee what is surely to be a circus maximus of ribaldry, a man accustomed to making swift decisions, whether it be in the capacity of DU site Mod or proving his whereabouts on the night in question, Eamon Soze. <laughs> I should hope so. And joining us in the capacity of cohort and co-host in this inquisitorial criminality, and I'm so glad I got that out without stumbling over it, somewhere between Ethan Hawke and Ethan Hunt, Ethan Boybrains. <laughs> Weighing in with quips, aside, scores, and residual teenage angst. Hello, hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) A man in a few words. I am the world's worst Buddhist, and a mercurially mean man who has thusly been speaking, lovingly nicknamed by my co-host as both Sumo Daddy and Bitch Tits. Daniel Christensen, you know him, you love him, or you can go climb a flagpole and cook your buns in the swiftly approaching summer sun. And I wrote a quick advert for the brosier. For all you lads sporting w- what some would consider an excess of adipose tissue, that's fat. The brosier, if you long to share in the catcalls and middle-aged, married, and grievously sexually frustrated construction workers, the brosier shall mold that dough into a pleasing symmetrical shape.
2: <laughs> you know, as a lad, I'm really not sporting for this, but I'm... Um... Really glad to know I'm not the only one who's gender-bending around here,
1: Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Solidarity, my brother. (laughs) All right, let's get on with it. Let's meet and hear from our contestants. Uh, She ain't shy to go shoulders deep into a murky dank hole and pull out a feisty critter that resides therein for a good old fish fry. And she's hopefully got the gusto to unseat our long-standing champion, Calamity of Gent. Can I ask you what your buzzer will be for the proceedings and to say something yeah. to our audience? It's your
0: pan singing together. Hi, audience.
1: Thanks for having <laughs> me. <laughs> it's good to have you. Try to bang a little louder. How loud do you bang, uh, Daniel? <laughs> oh, God. It's so I can't even tell you. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. And a lady who, at this point, truly requires a little introduction. She's a pretty arsonist. She's a DU award-winning poet without peer. She is here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and this just in she's all out of bubblegum. <laughs> she is missy demeanor, and can I ask you what will be your buzzer for the proceedings and to say something to our audience?
0: um I am here uh um let's hope I win again, I suppose, <laughs> or maybe we hope we don't I don't know um but i've also I've got my hand pan today, so this is my buzzer. Ooh,
1: nice. To
0: be honest, this just, this just looks like a giant walk, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Round one is universally challenged, which is questions on poetry, literature. I also threw in TVs and movies. TVs, device TVs, I guess. And question one is, this singer, songwriter, frontman for an American band considered legendary, widely considered the great American poet of recent times, was buried in Paris, France, in a pair of frilly ladies' underpants. That's Jen. Is it?
0: Uh, Jim Morrison?
1: It's Jim Morrison. Oh, Morrison, not Morrison. <laughs> Been about his uh, underpants rhymes and was just thrown in to throw you a curveball, as far as I know, but it could be true.
2: You know, I'm not surprised the man was buried in frilly underpants. I mean, considering he wrote, come on now, touch me, babe, as an <laughs> opening line to one of his songs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well done, Jen. Get things going. Get it moving. Question two. This book title is not a reflection of my feelings about the previous clue. It is There's a Walk It in My Pocket by this author. in my pocket. There's a rocket in There's my a, pocket. A, a rock, walk with a W. A walkie. A walkie. Oh. No, not a walkie or a walkie. A walk it. A walkie in
0: my pocket.
1: That is Missy. Is it um,
0: Lewis Carroll?
1: It is not. That's a good guess, though. So. Jenny, you got anything?
0: No, that was going to be my next guess. I have no
1: idea, Daniel. Oh, it's Dr. Seuss, a.k.a. Theodore Seuss-Gottler. Oh, okay. I thought with a foolish word like guac, you definitely get it. It's a children's book by Dr. Seuss. It features a little boy talking about what strange creatures live in his house, such as the Epps on the Steps, the Neuthrush standing on the Toothbrush, the odd on the Bottle, the Neuro in a Bureau, and you just can't make this shit up, folks. Okay, uh, question three. I'm going to first read you a bit of poetry. But, little mouse, you are not alone in proving foresight may be vain. The best laid schemes of mice and men go off askew, and leave us nothing but grief and pain for promised joy. This stanza of poetry by Robert Burns inspired the title of a book, and I want one of you fine motherfuckers to give me the author of that book, and I'll give you a few choices. Oh, Jen, if you don't want your multiple choice, go ahead.
0: Is it Steinbeck?
1: It is Steinbeck. I was going to say R.L. Stein, Robert Mitchum, John Steinbeck, or Mitch Album, but it is Steinbeck. Far out, man.
0: I'm just going to claim, <laughs> like, claim Lenny for the rest of the show.
1: <laughs> 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 the book was, of course, not of uh, It's of Mice and Men. Not to be confused with the poem of The Cheesy Smell and Unwashed Box, which was written by someone I don't want to meet. <laughs> uh, question four. You may remember that the choice B above Robert Mitchum was an American actor, but it is little known that he was also a poet. I'm going to read a stanza of his poetry to you and give you a few choices with the final line of that stanza. Choose the correct line. Slicing bonito for bait, the blood is red against all the blue, blue above and below. The hook, hungering for meat, shines blue in my hands as A, I drop its feathered plume into the wake. B, I cast aloft a tethered line which draws a silvered smile across the sun. Or C, my prey piston in smooth, silver-gray undulations. Oh. That is Missy with her lovely panda. Is it A? It is A. I dropped a, its feather plume into the wake and I'd like to say rest in peace, sir. You had a hell of a chin and deep Old Spice commercial voice to rival our friend, Goddess Worship. All right, question five. I'm going to sing a little ditty to you and I apologize in advance. I would like you to name the book and film that it is from or the author that is responsible for this tomfoolery. So long and thanks for all the fish. We're sorry that it came to this We tried to warn you, but you didn't listen. So long, so long, and thanks for all the fish. (laughs) It's missing.
3: It's not
0: like Gatsby or something like that, is
1: it? The great Gatsby did not sing, no. I think he should have done. (laughs) (laughs) We could work on a play possibly for the podcast.
0: I had. I was going to say like fear and loathing. I don't
1: know. That's actually a pretty good guess. I could see that crazy bastard singing that.
0: Yeah.
1: Fucking hiding from bats out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, the book and film is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Oh, Devices. okay. One of, one of my favorites. Uh, don't panic, which is wise advice. And I guess we shall move on to question six, which in *In The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a race of bureaucratic aliens that craft the world's worst poetry, besides myself. Can you name that race? I'll give you a few choices. Uh-uh. Question A, oh, excuse me. Clue A is Daleks, B is Vogons, and C is Skeksis. If you don't know, just make a guess. <laughs> That's Missy. Vogons? No. It is Vogons. Oh. The Daleks were a race of robots in Doctor Who, and Skeksis were the keepers of the Dark Crystal. Oh. Now, much more importantly, tell me what you thought of my poem. It was shit, mate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Continue. (laughs) All right. Question seven. And that was not for a bonus point. Uh, that, in fact i'm taking a point away no actually i don't have the, i don't have the uh i don't have the authority to do that that's that's amens
0: uh
1: i'm locking you <laughs> <laughs> all right question seven doctor who is a wildly popular british science fiction television program produced by the bbc since 1963 I would like you to tell me how many seasons there have been, or how many actors have played the role of the Good Doctor, or name one actor who has portrayed the Doctor on the television series.
0: Uh, god. <laughs> nah, they play. Um, Come on, what? what uh,
1: That's missing.
0: Is it? Oh, what the fuck's his name? Is it Matt, <laughs> M- Matt?
1: Matt Smith. Oh my god, that was one I hadn't heard of, but yes, Matt Smith is up there. I, I have a whole list of them here, but uh, there was we've said David Tennant, Matt Smith. There was also uh, the ones I knew where Chris Freckleston and David Tennant, or I knew David Tennant again. And uh, currently we got got uh, Jodie Whittaker. Uh, rumor has it that Miss Whittaker will shortly be handing the reins to Amy Schumer. Title change will be will now be Doctor Who is a Foul Mouth thorn. Or Who Invited This Blonde Pillow Who come. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen any of her stand-up? It'll fucking make you blush. I don't care who you are. <laughs> All right, question eight. This movie was subtitled How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Is also the name of a character in a movie portrayed by Peter Sellers. I've mentioned this on the podcast before.
0: Oh, God, it could be anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is Daniel thinks too highly of himself? No idea. The answer is Dr. Strangelove by the eminent Stanley Kubrick. Okay. And nowadays I am the motherfucking bomb, so love me or perish, you fucking plebs. <laughs> 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 Amon's just shaking his head in disgust. I'm sorry, <laughs> Okay, we're up to question nine. We're almost to the end of the round, thank God. It could hardly be considered a proper quiz about literature without at least briefly mentioning the poet, who is considered by many to be the greatest of all time, the bard. Don't, don't, don't. don't. I always think Shat himself on here, Shatner. I'd like to tell me the year of Shakespeare's birth or the place of his birth or the number of his sonnets. Oh. That's Missy. Stratford-upon-Avon yeah uh, that is correct so the year was 1564 the answer was strat and uh birthplace of stratford upon avon and he had 154 sonnets and a bonus point if you can name shakespeare's most famous sonnet
0: is it shall i compare thee to a summer's day
1: oh fuck i'm gonna have to take that because it's the top first line and it's the one everybody knows it sounded 18 though was... well well now hang on hang on here now <laughs> actually that that's true that that's, that is aemon for the oh. upgrade to Like what do you think aemon no point on that
0: I uh, I don't know, man. I I'm I'm not one to be taking points away from people, at all you know. But just like you know, be careful, because I don't. I don't, I don't want to
1: have... Okay, even did let us know he was watching me, so. Yeah. If uh, if you don't want to take the point away, we shall award it. Oh, and... I never
0: said I didn't want to take it away. The same, I don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go, go with your heart, brother.
0: I'll let you know by the end.
1: All right. <laughs> Let's contemplate that one. Uh, and the sonic goes, the first few lines, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May. And summer's leave hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the high of the eye of heaven shines. And off his often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometimes declines. By chance of nature's changing course untrimmed. And I said untrimmed, you say Bill. I heard you like to do it dirty back in the day. <laughs>
2: Well, it made one well-to-do lady drop her knickers in the name of poetry,
1: so. It never worked for me, but I never tried it in my game show host voice. <laughs> Let that image just sink in. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh there. I was very, very certain I was going to bomb on that one as well.
0: I wouldn't work in a modern-day context, though, would it? <laughs> All right, darling. <laughs> <laughs> early to a summer's day.
1: oh that's uh that's probably true all right question 10 is our final question of the round and it shall be about something round and i don't mean your host (laughs) a round table in fact i would like you to tell me the name of no less than three of the most famous and off-mentioned 13 knights that served the glorious and storied king arthur oh my god this is gonna really let my druid
0: knowledge down
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can think of maybe five or six.
0: There's Arthur.
1: No, no, no! Ones who served him, not the man himself. Oh,
0: I don't know, Guinevere,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Harry, <laughs> uh, Gerald, um, and <laughs> Mike. <laughs> not the guys who fixed your car. <laughs> no, that's uh, the ones I could think of were Lancelot, Percival, right. Kay, Galahad, Gawain, Tristan, Boars, and <laughs> Bedivere. But there's also Lionel, Gareth, Lucan, Balin, which I thought was a dwarf. A Garant, <laughs> Lamora, Polymedes. i to go and hang my head in shame. What makes you I have made this quiz too much like an actual quiz. I, I was telling Ethan uh, when I was crafting it. I apologize. So, Ethan, uh, can you read our scorecard, my good man? Well, let me just get on
2: my mankini and walk around with scores. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We have Missy on three points and one in question, which is to be left to Eamon Sose. And uh, Jin has two. Really? I thought Missy got more than that. I said one was in question.
1: Oh, good. (laughs) All right, there's, there's still some hope there. All right, so we got round two, which is I am smart. I'm going to give you the definition of a word, and you are going to guess what word I am referring to. All right, now just take your time as you get oriented here. Question one. This word begins with the letter M. is is six letters long. It is defined as a highly unpleasant or unhealthy smell or vapor, and also as an oppressive or unpleasant atmosphere, which surrounds or emanates from something. What? <laughs> Stevie. Musty. Musty? Qu- that's five letters, or am I giving it with you, No, uh, I don't know. Noxious. I think that's seven. God, I can't count. But but it doesn't start with M.
0: Oh, The answer is.
1: was it not clear that I said M? It's not the right number of letters anyway. So. N. Onion. That's like a sushi and onion. No, the answer is miasma. It's a word I'm fond of yeah. using in my poetry. It's probably not a popular name for cologne or parfum, though. No, no. <laughs> Miasma for men.
0: I think I'm going to struggle with this because I only know, like, 25 words. So
1: <laughs> Dig down deep. You got it. All right, question two. This word begins with the letter O and is nine letters long. It is defined as not aware of or not concerned about what is happening around one. Heedless, clueless, or insensible. That's Jen. Oblivious. It is oblivious. Right on. That's something we all are on occasion. And orgasmic is word that I am perpetually. By the by,
0: that wasn't one of my twenty five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll also add orgasmically in love with myself because no one else is. <laughs> all right. Uh, qu- question three. This word begins with the letter R. Is seven letters long. It is defined as sending out light, shining or glowing brightly, luminous or illuminated. It's
0: radiate,
1: yeah. Amy, we're gonna give her all the point on radiate when when I had her down uh, ra- radium? Ah, uh, got
0: just a lot of decision making for me. Come on, man. <laughs> what? what do you want me to do? What? You've got one job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give them a, give them, give me your point, but don't let it happen again in either of this. All right. Now come on. This is the
1: second time I've had to intervene in <laughs> I guess radiate is pretty much the same thing as radiant. Yeah. It's just, well, it's a different word. Book one. Go on, anyway. Go on. All right. Let's move on. And it is something you ladies surely are, at least sometimes. I guess depending if you've washed. <laughs> We're not allowed that word in the podcast.
0: Can
1: I just say? <laughs> and question four. This word begins with the letter P. It is seven letters long. Is defined as a situation, person, or thing that combines contradictory features or qualities. It's also something that seems senseless, logically unacceptable, or self-contradictory. That's Jen.
0: Paradox.
1: That is a paradox. Is this concept central is a concept central to human consciousness, we think?
3: I I, I talk pissing one.
1: <laughs> 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 We're giving Eamon a point for that. Eamon, do you want to do something that?
2: Uh yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a point. So we've got Eamon in two. Eamon might come out the winner of this. <laughs> <laughs> this will be reminiscent of the first stomping he gave me in Risky Quizness. All right, question five. This word begins with the letter H, and it is also seven letters long. It is defined as a woman admired or idealized for her courage, outstanding achievements, and noble qualities. That's Jen. Heroine. As heroine, Villainous might best describe our contestants, but there you have it. And heroine <laughs> is a noble woman, not something you bang into your arm, please. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I swear I've been going on, uh, going on these years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and moving on. <laughs> moving on, please. Question six. This word begins with the letter E. It is six letters long. It is defined as originating in or characteristic of a distant foreign land, something unusual, alien, or very different. It's missing. Hmm. Exotic. That is exotic. Oh done. Not to be confused with Quixotic, which finds its origins in Don Quixote. <laughs> and motherfuckers are learning something every day. <laughs> all right, question seven. This word begins with the letter U, it is eight letters long. It is defined as all existing matter and space considered as a whole. The cosmos is believed to be at least 10 billion light years in diameter. It's oh, missing. Universe? Umbrella. <laughs> 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 One fucking big umbrella i <laughs> keep the rain off your head. And the answer is universe. I'm here, you are here, we are here, and there is no fucking way out. Question eight. This word begins with letter S and is six letters long. It is defined as a figure of speech involving the comparison of one thing with another thing of a different kind. And that is Jen. Simile. That is a simile, such as as brave as a lion or crazy like a fox. Well done. I've got another one for you. Smile like a rundown funhouse full of stumbling and blue-faced unconscious crackheads for another. Day. <laughs> I know that doesn't make sense, but I hope it's interesting.
0: Where do you go at night,
1: Daniel? (laughs) I just... I I really want to know. I don't go anywhere. I I lay around and cry and cuddle my ham sandwich. Isn't that obvious?
2: (laughs) I think your face is too much in the ham sandwich,
1: Daniel. (laughs) Okay, question nine. All right, ladies, if you've been paying attention thus far, the first letter of the last eight answers spells out the name of a Greek and Roman god of dreams. Oh. Also a character from okay. the Matrix film series. What is that name? It's the what? It's the it's the uh, name of a Greek or a Roman god of dreams. And it's also a character from the Matrix film series. You remember the Matrix? Yeah, I do. I just
0: remember. I
1: think
2: I was the very sad of that question. I think I was if you thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Kind of kind of on kind of on point. Oh, Come I on guys. Just throw a fucking guess out from the Matrix.
0: I could only think of Neo and he was a dude. Um <laughs> oh, what the fuck was the woman called?
1: She was Missing. something like the Oracle.
0: <laughs>
1: but no, the answer is Morpheus.
0: Morpheus!
1: Uh, back with the heroin again. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I went with my answer. I said origin, the name is a drug morphine which I hope you'll never need to take. Hold on to your homemade tourniquets, ladies and gents. This shit just got really real. All right. Question 10. And this is the final question of this market's round. This word begins with the letter X. It is nine letters long. It's defined as a person having a dislike or prejudice against people from other countries. It's missing. Xenophobe. <laughs> <laughs> it's missing. Xenophobe. It is xenophobe. Fucking... Eamon got a point on that one, too. <laughs> How about a xenophobe don't, xenophobes that,
0: don't I, know simile? What? <laughs> right, okay. I think there's only two words that actually begin with X and the whole fucking English language <laughs> <English laughs> So If it wasn't xenophobe, I had to be xenophobe, you know?
1: Fuck, <laughs> that's dead on point. I think Eamon gets a fucking bonus point. So we're at, like, Missy, four, Gen 3, and Eamon, like, six. Ethan, <laughs> uh, could you kindly click-clack the albacus and give us our skinny on where we're at, score one?
2: It's literally a tie, they both have seven, except for the point in question.
1: And we're up to round three, which is Can of Worms, questions
2: about the D-U-P. And I had nothing to do with this, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So my co-host thinks that this is really bad. I'm sorry.
2: No. <laughs> I missed it because of last time. Oh, God.
1: Oh,
0: God, we're going to get asked about the binary code number of some...
1: poem <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Question one. I will spell this to you, members, screen name backwards. Listen and tell me to whom I am referring. S U H T L A M D A B. And that's Jen. Bad Malthus. That is Bad Malthus. I was gonna give you a hint. His name is Harry Rout. And a shout out to you, brother.
3: What up, Eric?
1: Hopefully he's listening. Question two. This DU member is a prolific writer of poetry on site. Gave us a hell of a cracking legends interview with our own legend, Eamon Sozek. And I'm speaking of none other than Nikki Moe. It's uh, always beautiful to talk to you, and my question to you is, as of the crafting of this segment, how many poems does she have published? And I'll give you some multiple choice, because who who the fuck would know that? Um, A is 616. B is 975. C is 540. Or D is seven hundred and eighty-seven. <coughs> now, what do you guys got? Uh, Jen, I think you rang in first. Well,
0: I'm thinking it's the five hundred, around that C. Is it? I don't remember what letter it was.
1: You are wrong. Oh. What was that? <laughs> Missy, what do you got? What were the options again? Um. Well, what you got left is A six sixteen, B nine hundred seventy-five, or D seven hundred eighty-seven. <coughs>
0: seven hundred eighty-seven.
1: That is correct, Missy. You are a fucking prophetess. This is where she hits the nitro. She smokes everybody in the D.U. realm. (laughs) That is correct, 787. And shout out to the Lady of the Deep. It was awesome having your interview. I hope to have you on another segment. Uh, Question three, multiple choice time yet again. As before, you will get one guess. And if you are fucking wrong, the other contestant (laughs) may have one guess. Question, the tagline of this D.U. poet reads, 54 years old, lives in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Poet and author believe love blossoms even in the walls of a madhouse and hearts yearning to be free. And that is Jen. It's
0: it's Golden Mist.
1: That is Golden Mist. I didn't even get to my uh, multiple choices. I also had a little Dragonfly, Josh, Poetspeak. And uh, so shout out to Golden Mist. Um, I'm going to spotlight him at some point. And and shout out to Josh, who I spotlighted this month. It was an absolute honor. So love and light to you, brother. If uh, if anybody listens to it, um, this is my plug for it.
0: I think Josh with a Virginian accent would be very interesting.
1: Just <laughs> 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 wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> when we ask him to uh, to read someone else's poem, well, let's see if he can pull that off. <laughs> Josh is a is a wonderful participant. He always uh always helps out. So much love to you. Um, question four: How many poems how How many poems are written by each of the poets participating in the National Poetry Month competition? <laughs> That's Missy.
0: Hey. That is
1: right. 30. April is National Poetry Month. It is a poem a day. April has 30 days. And I sound like a didactic prick, but I'm the host, so that's my damn job. <laughs> All right. Question five. This DU group is described on its main page as site announcements and updates. Be the first to hear about new features. Also, regular posts from our Facebook page, including part of the week. That's Jen.
0: Is it Welcome Party?
1: Oh, God, it sounds like it should be welcome party, but it's not. Uh, Missing? Oh, what the fuck is God? Also, I got another clue. It's listed as it was founded by our mysterious webmistress herself, if that helps dispatch at all. Box. I'm, I'm, dispatch oh, my God. You're right. It's Dispatch Box. Oh. Right on. That would not be an inaccurate, if uncouth, description of the avenue by which we found our way into this colorful worldly existence. <laughs> it's a one way road. <laughs> <laughs> well, for some, for some of us, anyway. All right, question six. This DU poet's themes are listed as dark, erotic, illness, love, and sensual. The second half of her screen name is Unleashed. What is the first half? Missy, I believe I heard you first. Pandora Unleashed? That is Pandora, a shout-out to you as well, madam.
2: I wonder if she opened that box all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: From the animal shithouse state of this world, brother, I'm guessing she screwed off the lid and tossed it into the bin. <laughs> That's where the web mistress came from. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Lurking out of the dispatch box. And question seven. Name the third tier of DU titles that a writer advances through as they post more and more poetry to the site. And I'll give you a hint. The second is Twisted Dreamer, and the fourth is Fire of Insight. And thank you, Ethan, for helping me with this, because I was completely fucking clueless. That's Jen.
0: Is it thought provoker?
1: You're right. It's thought provoker. Beautiful. I love how back and forth this is. It's kind of sexy.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Steady on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we did previously establish I sleep every night with a ham sandwich. <laughs> okay. Question eight. This poet is currently listed as a thought provoker. Is a recent addition, at least to my knowledge, to the Deep Underground Family and writes suspenseful and poignant poems about surviving abuse and finding a personal power. Her name is listed as Julia. What is her screen name? Bitsy, I believe I heard, you, heard your uh, tones coming first.
0: Lazy Dead.
1: That is Lazy Dead. Right on. I don't have to le- read all those tedious throw-offs.
0: <laughs>
1: and a shout-out to you, lady, and thank you so much for being an amazing person and a friend. And question nine... This poet has been a member for 1,380 days as of this segment's crafting. Almost three and three quarter years and has published 675 poems. His name listed in parentheses is Damon. Is his screen name a... Oh, missing. You got it. Poetic Edifier. That is correct. A poetic Edifier. Moving right along. I don't have to keep reading my multiple choice. You guys are too smart for multiple choice. (laughs) And a shout out to you, sir. And our final question, and we'll be done, and you can go do whatever the fuck it is you people do when you're not talking <laughs> to me. Question 10, and the final question of the round. I'm going to read you a stanza of this published, uh, this, piece, this, excuse me, this poet's new published writing, and you will guess as to its author. These airwaves hover, the lint swimming on the heating vent. Their forces go round, round, and of course one does mind, for they leave so soon. And this is the poetry of A Vidax, B Nomoth, C Wally Roo 92, or D Dartford. That's Jen. It's Nomoth. It is Nomoth. Well done. A final shout out to you, my talented friend, and of course to all our talented friends out on the DU and whoever else listens. And um, we at Wally Roo 92 gave us a cracking good interview with Missy, So good on you, brother. And, uh, Ethan, can you sally forth, tally up our final scores, and hopefully with some kind of electronically produced fanfare, worthy of a winner with a noble bearing, <laughs> announce who our, our winner is.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have Missy on 13 and Jin on 11. <laughs> oh. yeah. It
0: never
1: yeah. fucking
3: ends. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: There really just isn't enough room left in Missy's backyard to bury the bodies. <laughs> even, if you, again, even
0: if you took the point in question
1: right. away, it's still would have won. <laughs> yeah. All right. And there you have it, folks. We have our winner. It is Missy. And now our rebels have ended, and a champion of the highest caliber has walked their bare feet over the coals to prove, to, uh, prove their medal. I hope you've enjoyed the proceedings, and if you'd like to join us for a bit of the quizness, or would like to participate in any way, we'd love to have you on please message us on the deep underground at the podcast project, the Paracon boy brains, miss Sub, or Daniel Christensen, or write anybody you like, and just talk about us because we're thirsty. Um, email us at the underground at, uh, outlook.com. And I'd like to say so long motherfuckers. Cheers. And we <laughs> <nooses. laughs> be out.
0: Deep underground poetry. Dot com.
3: Reality. I am rich. I am happy. I say the world is fine. So it is. You're poor. You're bitter and weak. You're invisible. You're dead. Maybe you're alive. I don't care. I'm happy. I say the world is fine, so it is. Get out of my way, pleb. I'm even richer. I'm powerful. I say the world is wonderful, and it is for me. Get out of my way, pleb. You're poor. You're here to fight the war, to dig the rocks, to make the stuff, to move the stuff and sell the stuff. Whether you're needed or not, I care naught. Whether you suffer, whether you die, doesn't matter to me. I'm incredibly rich. I say the world is wonderful, so it is. I'm alive. That's good enough for me, a poor woman croaked from the curb. I wonder if the corp kings and politicians drink straight from the rivers they pollute. Why? Because they're sick.